0: Hi.
1: Hi.
0: What are you drinking?
1: Um, I'm drinking Proletariat, Northwest Red Ale, um, by Lompoc Brewing, uh, which is totally new brewery to me. And normally I don't even drink reds, but like this was a gift and. Uh, Possibly chosen for the bottle art, which is fine it's important um, and it's actually very yummy I'm enjoying it a lot usually, I don't like reds all that much they tend to be just a tiny bit bitter for me um, so we'll see uh see how long it the the enjoyment lasts, but um I'm really enjoying it so far it's it's more smooth and balanced than um than many um so anyway, and this is Portland beer I'm drinking out it out of a rogue pint glass ooh sorry guys
0: fancy schmancy
1: so what are you drinking
0: i am drinking a port wine porter uh and it's actually by a buddy of mine who does some homebrew stuff um really hoping really hoping he does it like more opens a brewery or something like that um soon um we we Set up a site for him last year. He didn't really do much with it, but I'm hoping he will. He's, a, he's you can see him on Twitter. He's a brew consultant, um, but he does some. He does a lot of complex recipes. And um, anyways, he actually sent me a description. Um, it's a uh, 7.2%. So it's mm, a good. Good little nice. punch to it. Made with ruby port, um, with some subtle chocolate and caramel malt notes, which is uh, I'd say. Um, well, I guess they're, they're, I wouldn't say as subtle as he probably is, uh, considers them to be, but they're, they're not bad. They're very, very good. It adds to it. Um, and <laughs> this is the best part. I think he should put this on his label. Pairs wonderfully with several more port wine porters.
1: <laughs>
0: Excellent. <laughs> so, so it's, uh, but I've had this before. I've, um, had it, um, on tap. <laughs> Um, when he when he came up with the recipe, and it's it was one of the favorite my favorite beers uh, ever. Um, and so he's just been kind of um, fine tuning it, I think, and it's wonderful. And I'm, I will hopefully be able to commandeer some more bottles to bring somewhere to to share with some other folks um but it is excellent it is very very smooth it's a little sweet um but i mean it's a porter it's a very uh, malty but it's it's the the wine part the port wine i mean i think when he brews this thing it's got like a one or two of the giant bottles of port wine that go in really early and then burn off um so that that uh, counterbalances I guess the sweetness um, so it's got a nice little mix there it's really good so cool. I'm very happy I am I will be um, very 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 happy by the time I'm done with the bottle
1: <laughs> <laughs> um, that sounds excellent I I would love to try some sometime if that's possible sounds good I will
0: anyway. work on getting some more uh trials
1: Um, And you said that he has a website that we can actually...
0: So, actually, he... Uh, it's it's brewconsultant dot com, but I think I pulled it down for him because he wasn't using it. I think I just had like a coming soon site or something. Not coming soon, but 'cause I hate 'cause I hate those. right. right. <laughs> it's like under construction, no. Um with but, a
1: little graphic with a little working men yeah, and the, like the a little sa- animated, yeah. Animated GIF or something. Yeah. yeah,
0: yeah. yeah, yeah that'd be fun. Um no, drinking, so I think I pulled But they wouldn't I, I actually
1: just... be working in this case. They would be sitting there. Drinking. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that actually would be cool, honestly, be if you did fun, that right? of
0: That's a really good idea. I'm writing this down.
1: Uh, Because we'll never remember Uh, it later.
0: Of course not, because we wouldn't record this or anything. We
1: wouldn't record this.
0: No. Why would we do that to people? Um, But, yeah, that would be a funny idea. So, no, he doesn't. The site's down, um, but I think he is on Twitter at at Brew Consultant, and I will encourage him to... um, interact more but anybody anybody's listening if you actually have a question if you're doing any homebrew um actually i think he and uh, udell would hit it off really well they both uh, have a lot of cool recipes um but uh you know hit him up on twitter or something maybe if he gets some questions then he'll start to interact a little bit more and share some goodness so what's new
1: you know it's, it's
0: 2013
1: it i can't believe it it's uh um, you know, I've been doing a lot of, uh, I've been trying to figure out how to put on my blog, like, um, I really am going to start blogging again because I hate it when people do that. Right. And I hate, hate it when I feel compelled to do that because it just means I haven't been, you know, you shouldn't write that blog post. You should just write what you were going to write, you know, what you're going to blog about. Um, but I, I wanted to, I've been doing stuff in a lot of other places, um, and, when I put that on my blog, it's going to end up being a, just a huge litany of shit I did while I wasn't here, which is a call out to one of my favorite bloggers, the bloggist. Um, but like, that's all, that's all it's going to be. Um, so I'm, I'm really trying to get back to that. I have a lot of good stuff to post about. Um, I've been thinking a lot about changing things up a little bit, but you know, kind of, kind of hard to, to figure out where I'm going. Um, but I yeah I've, we're gonna be at tech knowledge in a couple of weeks and um we actually my I was thinking about my crew um which will be just me and my boss um you will be though as well and just been doing a whole lot of writing in other places was on eLearn chat this morning which was a blast um and you know just keeping on keeping on that's that's what I've been up to you was that what I was supposed to say well, anything? Anything? okay, fine.
0: So, no, uh I I'm the the writing thing is um is big for me. I think the one of the things that I'm trying to do, of course I'm I'm juggling some stuff, but I'm also, you know, with this I'm still trying to get through some of this um database work for some WordPress migrations and some other stuff, so it's been eaten up a bunch of times, but once I get through kind of this biz dev side of things and getting some things, I'll have that time back, and I don't want to put anything else in those time slots except for writing, uh, reading too. I, I need to read more blogs. I also need to read more books um, that I have this pile in my study that I haven't gotten to yet. Um, but, well, at least uh, I'm
1: not. At least I'm not making your blog reading pile up. That's why it's all. <laughs> it's all for
0: you. My, <laughs> I appreciate that. it's and if only others would do the same.
1: Stop writing, people.
0: <laughs> um. But uh, but yeah, I think that the writing thing, you know, so I wrote a few articles towards the end of the year, um, but it was again, not for, not for myself, not, you know, it was, it was for, uh, uh, for the ASTD and, and I'll be, I, I have a lot of drafts started that I really need to finish, you know, and I know you, you know, I talked about having a lot of drafts and, and going back and trying not to wait too long to where they're, Irrelevant anymore, or or something like that. Um, You know, finish things, finish things up, even if they're not perfect. And for me, that's that's the next thing for me is write and just get stuff published, even if it's not if it's not perfect. But I just need to get it out; otherwise, it'll never go anywhere. So that's a goal for.
1: Yeah, really hard to figure out where that middle ground is. You know, you want to craft your stuff, but and what you put out there. But at what point is you know is it really done, or, or at what point is it worse to just not put it out there? That's really difficult.
0: Yes, it is. So, But I think it's it's practice, right? And I actually want to do the – you familiar with um, writing assignments? There's a, a blog and a book, and I, I can't remember the guy's name, but we'll put it in the show notes. Um, but he actually has a – it's like a daily writing activity to – Make you a better writer, and I actually want to go through that and basically take the content that some of it's content that he has set up for you, like write about a specific, write about a dog or something like that, Um, and then other stuff is take one of your pieces and basically write it, rewrite it, or write it, finish it, or or something like that, I think. And so there's a book that goes with it, but there's also a, a website and. Um, I really want to go through that process sometime this spring um, to to make, you know, to improve my writing, but also to um, get into some flow so I know how to get back into it. Um,
1: when... You know, I really that sounds really interesting and I'd like to do it, but I, you know. I went to college for writing, and I what I would really like is that same thing for drawing or sketching, you know, because I'm just not in the kind of practice. I mean, my writing muscles are pretty much always sort of flexed, you know? Not that I wouldn't, you know, not that I wouldn't love the chance to to, to broaden and, and, and craft and everything more, but um, where I really just need something to to push me or some sort of reason to do it is with drawing. Um, so people out there, tell me what you, uh, if there, if you know of anything like that for like drawing or sketching.
0: Cool. Well, I think you could do the sketch notes
1: thing. That's true.
0: But, you know, do that. Uh, and then Kevin Thorne just published something on it and you guys could have a sketch noting uh, crash course. So there's some cool stuff. I yeah. The I gave up on drawing after. I drew a clown once. <laughs> a clown once, and I and I and I did. You can't uh, did, go
1: wrong because clowns are inherently scary. So even if you draw one poorly, it's still clownish.
0: Up with my signature.
1: Your signature person. person? Yeah. I still practice that sometime. I'm I'm. I think I might have finally, almost a year later, landed on what is my signature person. Anyway, so, moving on. Um,
0: yeah, we've got TK. What, yeah. uh, what, what do you call TK? The so, 2013 ASTD technology, by the way, for folks yeah. who are not familiar.
1: So, Both of us are going to be presenting on tool-related topics, but sort of different ones than we normally do. So we thought we'd sort of uh, run down what we're going to be talking about, at least, you know, give some teasers and stuff like that. Um, I don't know that we'll even be able to make it to each other's sessions, so this might be helpful for us as well. Um, So I'm doing one on building your brand through social media, which is not... As tool related, um, I'm doing it, it, but it is a creation station. Um, the other one is also a creation station with Aaron Silvers, and we're talking about uh, the tools in Google Drive, and using those for collaboration. So, this is I think with with both yours and mine, this is more about like productivity tools, um, and not you know necessarily media creation or authoring or coding or anything like that. But how do you get all that other stuff done? Um, so we wanted to talk a little bit about that and then what you're doing.
0: Yeah. So I'm doing a session with Trina Rimmer on cloud tools for project management or, or project cloud project management tools for e-learning or something like that. Um, and it's uh, so we're, we're basically, we've gone through Trina, Trina and I have gone back and forth. several of us, you know, freelancer, self-employed folks have gone back and forth over the last couple of years trying to figure out what, what are actually good project management tools, um, that, um, you know, and, and it uh, not, none of them are specific to e-learning, but that are better maybe for, for e-learning type projects where you have some large files that get sent around or you have different kinds of tasks that you're outsourcing, uh, you know, throughout the process, things like that. And so keeping that in in, in mind when we're sort of, um, analyzing each of these tools. And so we've, there's like, I think we have, f- 30, 40 different tools on the list. Holy I don't know. shit. We're going to get to all of them in detail. Um, but but there's a crap load of stuff out there. And, and being the geek that I am, I sign up for all of them, right? And I, and I test. I'm like, oh, this one might have some potential. And then, of course, they change it two weeks later. Or if they're good, you know, they're changing it every two weeks. If they're bad, then, you know, maybe six months later they come up with something um, that makes it a better product. So it's, it's a little bit difficult to, um, to review them all in a, in a but so we've done a sort of done a high level review of, I don't know, 30, or 40 products. And then we're going to down, I think, um, 10 to 15 of them that we think would be useful for certain types of learning folks um, or project manager types mm-hmm. um, so that it's uh, easy. Because not everybody's going to have the same needs, you know somebody's going to freelancer versus like a team or versus a team manager. Those types of things are all going to be different. the collaborative side of it um, so we're actually looking at Google um, as one of them, and there's some other things, so it's interesting that you're doing the one on drive and it's very interesting that I am completely oblivious to what everybody else is doing <laughs> I haven't even looked frigate I just know who's going, and i'm excited about that i I topics.
1: So um, what, did you, what did you find ended up being, like, really distinguishing characteristics of project management tools that, like, might not even be what people would typically think about? Um, and you don't even have to mention, like, the tools' names or whatever, but I'm kind of curious as to sort of the process.
0: Coming up with features that we wanted or that we were required as independents or as project managers um, with maybe some contract workers. And then we also looked at it from um, a corporate perspective uh, where you more like your situation where you've got a team of five or 10 or something and you, you know, or maybe even the entire um, corporation wants to jump into one tool and then you just have to
1: tell them no. I'm sorry.
0: (laughs) It is. Um, But you know, Looked at all the features. One of the things, like for me, one of the things that was different um, in requirements for me and versus Trina was that um, she doesn't doesn't have as much of a need for a mobile app that she can add um, you know, tasks or check things off or do some other things. So she wasn't as concerned about the mobile side of things as I am. And so I was very, that was like the first thing I wanted. It was, you know, how good is the mobile app? So I tested a lot of that stuff. And then, but so from a feature perspective, as far as something that's, that people wouldn't expect, um, it it came down to flow, um, where it's like, if I'm managing a project and I have, content or I have what's my, what's the flow within this, in this application? Do I have to click, you know, six times to get to where I can actually assign something to somebody? Um, don't know the ease of, um, like the learning curve was one of the things we looked at because it's a lot of them use shortcuts, keyboard uh, shortcuts, but if people aren't familiar with keyboard shortcuts, it could take a really long time to click through some of that stuff. Um, and so there's a lot of those types of things. It's really it was really more about how easy was the tool to use for st- for specific profiles, um, because every tool has you know like task lists and maybe assignments and things like that. One of the other things that we looked at is can you have multiple people come in that are not on the same email plat- like address, right? So it's com or something. Can I can I bring in six different people for under my account or do I have, do they all have to sign up for their own yeah. account? You know, how easy was those types of things to collaborate or to work with, with contractors or other things. And we have a, a big laundry list. What we're going to do is actually publish our findings as a report. Cool. After the conference. Um, so that way we can get a little bit of feedback from the session and see if we missed any tools that we want to put through the ringer um, before we publish the report. And then we, um, we actually hope to have a, um, we had a pipe dream that we would create something like in storyline or something just as a fun little um, like profile profiler that would help you the tool. Um, you know, if you're part of a corporation or if you're or a, a group, if you're a manager versus a practitioner, um, if you're a freelancer versus uh, you know, whatever, if you're higher ed um, you know, there's lots of different profiles and then list a few that, um, and then maybe, maybe select a few requirements. Yes, I want mobile or it's mobile is a top priority, not a mid-level or something like that. And then it would list, you know, five or 10 tools that you should look at because yeah. it's time consuming. Yeah. I've looked totally. at, I, So I'm running two businesses right now and I have not select, I've been looking at these things for, uh, you know, three or four years and I haven't picked one. <laughs>
1: so where does um, so I know that one one that you've been familiar with for a long time and one that I'm using currently on a project uh, is base uh, basecamp. So where did that fall? Uh, did you find a lot of stuff that was better than it, or does it kind of ended up being the gold standard, or what? I, I will a, ask about that one specifically because I know it's not e-learning specific, and I'm fairly uh, certain the guys at 37 Signals don't listen to the show. Yeah,
0: they don't care. But uh, basecamp is it's um, it has really great in certain areas and then it's sort of like well really kind of lacking in others and, and one of the biggest things that honestly that people have the, the entry point is honestly it's the cost people people want like something free and they i think they give you a 30-day free or whatever um but it's it's advertised and marketed you know it's it's obviously one of the most popular if not the most popular project manager out there in the cloud, but it's um, you know their calendar isn't very good, but that's not unique to Basecamp. Almost every cal uh, calendar integration sucks, um, and we've actually talked about just we need a we need a new calendar system. <laughs> Tasks calendars integrated. Um, there's a new one that up just the other day it's called GQs that actually works with Google. Um, and integrates with your calendar, but I don't know if it works on a mobile device and I don't know if it works without a plugin. So, um, you know, that, that's a hindrance. Um, the nice thing about Basecamp is it's super fast. It's, a lot of companies use it. And so it's really easy to add people to projects. Um, e- and it's really easy to set up an account. Um, the, it's really easy to use if you're just using it for very basic project management as far as, um, putting, milestones in um sharing some files uh, it's got a chat room so it's got all the features you kind of want for the collaborative project environment. um but the big thing for me was this um assigning tasks and calendars to specific people and syncing all of those things up so that i know on next wednesday i have three tasks that are due that didn't work really well for me so that's big thing for me um and, uh, but from a file share, they have versioning, uh, version control for their files. Um, it's a little bit clunky. It's not like, you know, it's like a big, it's basically like a big, uh, it's like tw- for files. It's like this just big, long list of files. There's not really a lot of, um, during our organization. Uh, but, uh, overall, um, it's a great tool. I, I mean, it's just, it, the calendaring thing was one that killed me, but again, that's, that's with almost every tool that's out there uh, what have you you've, you've been using it at Nike
1: yeah I've been using it on a project that um, where I'm working with some external people um, a lot and Um, it's, you know, it's, it's been really good. It's actually a project that I inherited, so I'm kind of inheriting, like, how everyone has done things and whatever, and kind of trying to figure all of that out without looking stupid. Um, so, you know, that, and that's, that's been okay. I, I have a feeling I'm not using everything that I could be, um, I do like how many other services integrate with Basecamp because it is so popular. Um, like, uh, I, like I said, I inherited this project and there were like 200 you know, attachments on the project files, assets that I needed to download and work with um, by the time I got into it. Um, and you have to do that like individually. Mm-hmm. So I just found uh, a web service, I think it's called CloudHQ. Um, and it just basically took everything in that Basecamp project and downloaded it to my Dropbox. I just integrated the two and it was super slick. Um, so you have things like that. Um, and you know, then of course, if you have Dropbox, if you have it installed on your machine, then everything's on your machine and done. Um, which I, I don't, but at least now it's in the folder. Um, so, um, yeah, but, but I, I, thought that that was a really good, uh, side of using it, um.
0: Yeah, Yeah, integration was one of the one of our requirements or one of our feature um, checklist items, too, is to integrate it with because, you know, there's a lot of uh, accounting software and other things out there that integrate with projects so that uh, it'll convert to an invoice or track time and stuff like that. That's Uh,
1: true. It also integrates with Harvest, which I use for freelancing stuff. So, yeah, which I haven't I haven't actually done it, but I know it does.
0: Yeah, so there's a it, it does integrate well. It's, well, it's, anything that's that popular is going to integrate with almost everything for sure. Um, so they they easy. Um, I think one of the things that it didn't have, or I didn't, uh, it doesn't. It was it was it was an issue with time tracking. Um, there wasn't a great. I mean, there's there's tools you can use to dump data into it. I think. Did you look at time tracking in Basecamp? I'm trying to remember.
1: No, I do time tracking in Harvest. And I've never, I've never, I just don't have a need to do it on the projects that I'm working on right now. So um, I haven't done it.
0: I wanted as an internal project at uh, the last job because we were trying to get a ballpark on how long it took to develop certain um, pieces of, you know, just so we can get an average for articulate development or audio recording or whatever. And I don't think there was a good way to uh to actually um there wasn't a time tracking like you know uh embedded, but um anyways there's there I think the most intriguing ones to me were these uh there's there's a couple that are actually i think three or four um like Zoho and podio that have basic module you know these these um they're, you you can have just really simple or you can start adding all of these uh, add-ons that are usually free some of them are are paid for um, and make it as complex as you need it to be which I like I like starting I like being able to start with the very basics that I need and then if I need to add um, a reporting tool or if I need to add a Gantt you know chart uh, uh, resource allocation or if I need to add customer support, you know, or something like that, um, being able to do those. So there was a couple of that we looked at that have um, some of those functions, which people might really appreciate. And I know I I was interested in those. And there's some new players that are like these, meg, you know, massive deals where they're like almost, um, they're like these social social tools plus uh, they're like replacing the intranet plus project management and all these things. Um, And so you're seeing some of those pop up too, which is really interesting. Um, And so you've kind of got all of these little one-off tools that do time tracking really well or billing really well or project um, planning really well. And then you have these mega tools that do tons and tons of stuff, which is
1: or supposedly do
0: right Maybe them very well right, so this is the same same thing we deal with in every software environment and now it's just in the cloud yeah so nothing nothing different um, but yeah i'm I'm looking forward to finishing up all of those reviews and getting that report out. Um, look forward in probably early February um, because that'll help hopefully hopefully I'll be able to use it to pick one for myself. <laughs> Is there anything else you wanted looking forward to at TK? That, as far as sessions go, or anything? Like I said, I've been kind of. I've...
1: Um, well, I'm not going to get to go to a whole lot of sessions. Um, I know that I'm moderating one TK chat in addition to the two sessions that I'm doing, and most of the rest of the time, I'm going to be manning what we're calling the recharge station, um, which we wanted to have uh, an area that was um, kind of. For people to recharge their devices and also themselves, you know, stop when their brains were full and have a place to, you know, maybe not entirely be off the grid, but... Um, sit and synthesize some of the information that they were getting talk with people about it um, maybe do some sketching and problem solving maybe connect with other people that are facing similar issues um, have people there to connect them with different information or suggestions um, so we're doing we're doing that and I'm manning it um, most of one day other planning committee members are manning it uh, at different points um, and so I'm, I'm mainly doing that um, the ones that session that I'm absolutely going to make it to, and no one can stop me, um, is an Ellen Wagner and Phil Ice session. Um, she is actually doing two, and I'm going to miss one because it conflicts with the session that I'm doing that, I, you know, I would rather go to hers. Um, but um You know, she is, she is, they are doing such interesting stuff on analytics and big data and have such um, a rigorous perspective around all of that stuff that uh, I just really uh, take every opportunity to, uh, to explore their work that I can. Um, And so that's, that's the one session that I definitely know that I'm going to um, other than uh, general stuff, but I'll be there the whole time as a member of the planning committee. Um, uh, I'll, I'll pretty much be kind of on the whole time. Yeah. Good to- and then our um, the the one that uh, Aaron and I are doing about the uh, about Google Drive, um, we're we're basically just it's going to be a creation station. Um, we've put some documents together, um, and we're basically going to get people in there uh, to just play with uh, the what you can do. You know, I mean there there's a there's a structure to the session, but um, it's really one of the most instructive things I've found uh, is just getting in and seeing how it's possible to collaborate. Um, its Honestly, all of this stuff is really easy to use. So it's not even so much a how to do stuff. It's that it can be done, um, which in my long time as a software trainer, which was like two years, but it was plenty long, trust me. Um, as a software trainer, I often found that the sometimes the larger part of training was not um, having people memorize how to do something, it was just them learning that something could be done, that the software was capable of doing this. And I think that with you know with Google Apps, that's that's kind of um, what it is. Um, and sometimes it's just getting the experience of doing that. Um, I can remember the first time I collaboratively edited a document um, and saw people making edits real time, and it was just amazing how much meaning is conveyed in that immediacy um, and you know, I then I remember the first time that somebody was looking over my shoulder at work and saw me editing a document with somebody else. They were like, Whoa, that is really cool. Um and, you know, all of the versioning problems and whatever or and SharePoint and checking out documents just kind of seems really exactly as stupid as it is. Um <laughs> It's basically an anti SharePoint campaign.
0: That's good. I'm good with that. <laughs> SharePoint uh Refugee.
1: Yeah. Um, so, you know, basically I, um, I don't know if you know this, but anything that the government uh, releases is in public domain, can't be copyrighted. So, I went to the Department of Labor's website and downloaded some training materials that they have, so that I would have kind of fake training materials to work on, um, and made those into Google documents. And we're going to just sort of work on those, collaborate on those, um, so that we have some typical sort of training-like documents to work on. and uh, So we're going to work on presentations, documents, spreadsheets. We're going to do some stuff with forms, um, and you know that that's that's. What basically be it very cool yeah
0: yeah that's good i think it's gonna be good it'll be fun i'm looking forward to it.
1: it's just kind of one of those things that was you know it two things tend to happen people propose sessions and the planning committee also decides you know they're there because hopefully you know they really know something or have a point of view about what people need to know. And this was definitely one of those sessions that was born out of people need more of this kind of thing. Um, So that's, that's sort of why, if it seems a little weird, that's why, you know, it's, um, Hey, this has been really dramatic and powerful for us. People need to, um, you know, whether they're learning professionals or not need to have a little bit more influence to this kind of stuff.
0: Absolutely. And they understand that, you know, what's already, being done. I think that's the thing too. Like if people are still surprised that you can, you know, do live collaboration, don't need to check things out, that kind of stuff, that needs to change just the information. Um, So just demoing it and getting them to play a little bit with it is, it will hopefully be good. And then the other thing too, is that, you know, Google's got a huge, um, you know, enterprise solution, you know, with the Google apps thing with everything. And so there's, there's a lot of small businesses that would benefit from just, switching everything to Google apps instead of, you know, uh, exchange server and a bunch of lost files on some server.
1: Yeah, definitely. I agree.
0: Um, just to throw this out there, when you were talking about Google Drive, there's a really great tool called Spanning Sync um, That it's uh, is, I'm sorry, Spanning Backup. It's, the company is Spanning Sync. They started out as just a, uh, as a, uh, contact sync tool with Google before Google had, you know, a lot of integration with Macs and different things there. Uh, but they added a spanning backup service and it's basically just a yearly service that backs up all of your Google drive information, your Gmail, whatever, you know, you pick what you want it to back up. Um, you know, so like I have it backing up at least my content, my contacts and my Google drive files. Mm -hmm. And so it's like a no hassle. I mean, I think it's like twenty or thirty bucks a year or something like that. And they have they have company, um, you know, pricing and, and different things. And it's it's great because you can log into your dashboard and recover to any state. Um, so if that's Google, awesome. you can recover. Um, and it's so go to spanning, backup um, Up and we'll put a link in the show notes too. But yeah, uh, sure. that's a re- if you're getting into google drive at all and you guys may want to mention in your session that's something that to consider is always have a a backup
1: sure and you know google drive is another one of those things that like there's a lot of integration with other stuff so maybe we need to put together some some recommendations of stuff that it integrates with and that would definitely be one sounds like a very cool tool
0: so yeah i think um you know from a learning technology perspective, I think one of the things that we, we've we talked about several times is, you know, tools that people don't think about as learning technology, right? So we're talking about... Um, right. or Just like text editor, right? We were talking about that. And uh, I think... Some of those like Google Drive is a really good, very useful tool for anybody. If and now you're, you know, if you're in a corporate world, you may not have access to Google Docs. That's that's an exception. That's fine. But I mean, almost anybody else, if you, you know, are working on a storyboard or you're working on um, even just a design doc, a concept doc, or whatever else, it's a really great way to do some live collaboration.
1: Yeah. And, oh. Uh, I was uh, I was gonna mention one other thing that I was actually really excited about uh, with technology um, is that um, this is I think probably one of the first times that there's a lot of web technology being discussed. Uh, there, are, probably three or four sessions on HTML5, different aspects of HTML5, including case studies um, from Kineo and just a lot of um, really cool stuff. Um, you're going to see people who previously have been talking about Flash talk about HTML5 um, because they're transitioning and they're going to share how they've transitioned and what their uh, development skills are that they've uh, gained and what tools they're using now and things like that. Um, so, I, th- you know, of course, personally I thought that that was really interesting and, and cool. Um, and you know, it's, uh, it's, it's really like staying on the edge and I'm really proud of that. So it's good.
0: Yeah. You guys did a good job. I think I'm, I'm the actual work that people have done. Um, our friend Jane says, show your work, right. We like to see the actual, uh like like I, I I would really be interested in going to the, the flash to HTML transition. That is one of those things that people ask me all the time, well how do I, you know, I've, I've been doing this, blah 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 blah, doing this. This is this is what I've been doing for, you know, how do I switch to it? Like, well, it's not, you know, just switching. It's actually, you know, you gotta change your mindset, you gotta change your tool set. Um, but you know, there's a lot of different um factors involved and um I'm Glad that there's people that are sharing actual real stories. That's cool.
1: Yeah. Yeah. The Kenny O one will be like that. And then um, there are a couple of creation stations. And then there's the TK chat that I'm hosting. So, or I'm uh, panelizing or moderating. I'm panelizing. Uh, everyone else is panelizing. I'm moderating. Um, so, yeah, there's going to be a lot of opportunities to talk about that uh, for people who are um, figuring that stuff out. Cool.
0: So, what else is uh, on the horizon as far as learning technologies go? I know you mentioned there's a uh, some we we haven't talked about Zebra's apps in a while, um, but there's uh, some their next version or their next what do they yeah. call it?
1: Their their pro tier is coming out, um, and I believe um, this is part of their. Um, like they had the, I think the Creator tier and the pro tier, and maybe there's going to be an enterprise I can't exactly remember. And it may have well changed, I don't know um, since uh, I originally got this information, but what we're looking at now is the pro tier, which has uh, a lot more features. Um, they've just made, uh, I, I believe they've just made feature enhancements across the board. Um, I am not intimately familiar with it. I've gotten a little bit of a tour. I was talking about this on eLearn Chat this morning, um, but I haven't really gotten in there and tried it out. Um, I, I do remember one thing from from the what I've seen um, is that they're adding some things that are um, a little bit more friendly to the designer and developer audience that is sort of more accustomed to having uh, templates in what they do um, and sort of more of a linear flow Um, and while I don't necessarily think that's always a positive thing I do think it's going to make the product more successful for them and because it's a product that I believe is is very good and worth being out there I'm glad about that Um, so it's definitely a product that that, like you don't um, you you really start out with a lot of a, a blank slate, and while I may say that you know a designer needs a blank slate anyway because you know you're you're designing a solution you're starting from scratch, um, not everybody is really there. I mean everybody who's in this industry didn't. Um, isn't coming from the same places and may have only used a certain very limited tool set. Um, so they're going to have, I think with the, with the pro and with the, the feature enhancements in Zebra's apps. Now they're going to have a little bit more of that structure that they're used to a little bit more, um, more of that structure that they're used to, but they're also going to have a wealth of power to branch out. Um, so I, I think it's ultimately a good thing. Cool. Yeah. That's what I'd say. If asked, Good. yeah. Good deal. So I think that's uh, was were we going to talk about anything else.
0: Um, I think. Oh, the only other thing I, I think was that uh, you wrote a little blurb for uh, Open Sesame had a series on learning solutions for two thousand
1: thirteen. That oh, was um, so last year. <laughs> <laughs> um. Yeah. So, so
0: know if anything you wanted to highlight from what you wrote or if you had, had noted of anybody else's that were really stood out to you um as to I to thought, go go for it.
1: I thought overall this was a really good series. There were a lot of people talking about um where their own inspiration comes from, which is where, how I started things off. Um, oh, that didn't sound the way I wanted it to sound, but that that was how mine ended up being published first, whatever. Um, but that was what I I wrote about, and I was kind of happy to, to see a lot of people write about that, write about their, their personal process, their personal development, um, their sources of inspiration, um, that sort of thing, um, and not... You know, and and people were talking a whole lot about design, and so I I found the whole the whole series to be really uh, really inspirational, and um, you know about being more selfish, about doing less, um, because I think that often, uh, I mean, we, this is like the the constant refrain on this this podcast that you don't always need a course. So there were a lot of people talking about doing less, um, and uh, or or doing less with more, which might be about. Uh, you know, resources, but um, certainly there seemed to be a really good shift toward, you know, simplicity rather than, you know, I'm going to go out there and make the Jerry Bruckheimer of courses, you know, uh, not a lot of that. So I was really, um, I was really pretty, pretty proud to be in the series and and happy with what people um, published overall. Um, I really liked Julie Dirksen's. I always do. Um, I liked Mark Shepard's. Uh, I'm just kind of, this is off the top of my head, but uh, there were a lot of there and there that I, that I thought were really great. And we'll link to the um, uh, the wrap-up, which links to all of them, uh, so that if you missed it, you can go in and see for yourself. So, yeah, I thought that was really cool. I really
0: liked, um, the idea of... Uh, well... The big thing for me, and we've, we've sort of done this in the last year or two also uh, just experiencing is getting outside the field, you know, getting and learning from other things. I mean, I've always dabbled in web stuff, so I've, I've had that access before, but, um, even just, um, getting into more like talking to folks that are in, um, interface design and, and different things there has been really interesting for me in the last year. And I think doing more of that this year, um, and then, like I said, when we when I when we started the show, is like writing and reading for me, uh, you know. So maybe it's it is being selfish, like Mark said. Okay. <laughs> it's perfectly okay because it helps you grow. I think so, um, and that's what I'm looking forward to.
1: Yeah, totally. So. Yeah, I think great job with this Open Sesame, and with everybody who contributed, really like that. And now I'm uh, in January blogging for um, the ASTD uh, Learning Technologies blog and Tech Knowledge, um, so I th- I think one more came out today. I'm not sure if it's been published yet uh maybe um blogged last week about technology and stuff I'm looking forward to and um we'll see it's sort of a mixed bag. There's no overall grand theme this month, but I'm just gonna get a few thoughts off my chest, so that's in progress. yeah, and that's it
0: all righty well we uh we're starting to get uh, some feedback for uh, who who people want us to talk to this year. And I'm looking forward to, and bringing in some new folks and bringing back some folks that we talked about having back on and actually following up on that because um, there was some conversations that I think were left, uh, left uh, incomplete or or that we could be added to. Or Absolutely. I look forward to that. I think it's going to be a great, great show. A uh, little. Network Note um went live today actually was uh, Radio Genius, the brainchild of uh Mr. Aaron Silvers and friends, uh Jim can't remember ba- ba- I, Bamer? I, I, is that right?
1: Yeah, I, yeah. I, sorry, I'm, is, Jim Jim the Beer Guy.
0: Jim the Beer Guy, thank you. Uh Jim the Beer Guy and and Aaron will be um basically uh starting fresh. Uh, a little bit different than they used to be, but all the archive shows have been pulled pulled over, 106 episodes or something around there, and uh, I'm looking forward to, to seeing what they come up with, drinking and talking about music and other cool stuff. Uh,
1: and there are a couple of new emergent radio shows in the offing, um, which we'll talk about as soon as we can, and some exciting episodes of the toolbar coming up, too. So stay tuned. And thank you for uh, taking us into another year, listeners. It's going to be fun. Absolutely. There you have it.